0: Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group. My colleague and friend is Bruce Aldrich. Uh, just got back late last night from the first few days of Classic Car Week, Monterey Auto Week, um, all encompassing everything about automotive, uh, the automotive world. And I had a chance to meet uh, David Laws. Um, we had coffee over in a funny, fun old coffee shop, the Coffee Works in Pacific Grove. And we talked about... Um, the Pacific Grove uh, Rotary Concourse um, Auto Rally, which is, will be held um, on Friday, August uh, 16th, I believe. And David is um, very involved with Rotary, and he is uh, pretty much in charge of the whole shebang. So, David, thanks for taking the time, and welcome to the Weekly Driver Podcast.
1: Well, thank you, James. I appreciate the opportunity to tell, us, tell you about our event.
0: Great. Um, can you give us a quick overview? I know as we discussed yesterday, um, it's in 25th year. Uh, the mark is Cobra, and um, you were telling me originally that uh, Carol Shelby was a guest, and um, so you're celebrating 25 years of this wonderful, wonderful event. Give us a good overview of it, if you would.
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, the auto rally was started, actually conceived, I think, in 1994 by then Mayor uh, Je- Jeannie uh, Byrne, uh... to support the pacific grove youth center uh... they established the rally as a fundraiser for the youth center uh... actually had the first rally in nineteen ninety five Um and as you pointed out the uh... first rally was remembered and notable for the presence of carol shelby who turned up um and was uh, an honored guest and uh... and of course uh... the cobra was the mark of the year and uh, in honor of the 25th anniversary of that uh, first event, uh, we uh, established Cobra as, as the mark for this year's event. Terrific. Cobra's
2: yeah, a great. The... Cobra' is a great one to have. Do you have many or any real cobras?
1: <laughs> well, we will see on the day. Um, when the, the, each year we take a photograph that we use on posters and promotion for the event, of whatever that year's mark is posed in front of one of the historic buildings in town, um, and this year the, we do, did uh, get uh, one, two, this year one, two, three, four uh, Cobra owners who uh, were gracious enough to turn up early one morning for the photograph. And I'm looking at them, and of the four, uh, one is a 1965 Cobra Mark III Super f- Performance. Uh, And another is a 289 Mark II Cobra that was actually invoiced by Shelby to a store in Oregon in 1963. That's owned by Bob Walker. Uh, The two others shown on the poster this year were uh, one is a replica and the other one is a a later model. So uh, hopefully one one of those will be there. I can't guarantee that at this point.
2: I'm looking at the... uh, um the poster as you are and yeah those are some nice looking cobras there i think uh,
0: over in carmel yesterday uh, i walked oh. over to the concord on the avenue and i i walked uh, down there to talk to somebody who has a, a metropolitan nash and on the way back i saw the 65 cobra that you're speaking of i believe it was because it has 65 cobra on the license plate dark blue uh beautiful car and i took some shots of it it was parked in somebody's driveway so maybe it's the same owner Hopefully, yeah. Tell
2: us about uh, car rallies in general. Uh, people might not be familiar with what a car rally is, and yours is directed at vintage cars, correct?
1: Actually, we're we are very welcoming to all car enthusiasts. We have an incredible range of vehicles, from very early um, models of uh, vehicles up to uh, I think a couple of Teslas began to creep in late mm. last year, uh, yes. very early model Teslas. Um, and also some kind of unique vehicles. Granite Rock is a big, always a big supporter of the rally. They have a restored uh, kind of pickup truck in the 1920s and a beautifully restored 1950s dump truck that uh, actually doesn't go in the rally but always appears uh, as part of the Concord event.
0: As an honored guest, uh,
1: yeah. As an honored guest, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and in our case, uh, the way the event works... Um, Downtown Pacific Grove is a very attractive historic, di- historic district with a very wide main street for, for a town of this size, um, and uh, we are allowed to close off four, five, maybe six blocks, um, and people who want to participate in the CONCO will register, um, and as they arrive, they're placed um, along each side of the street, and we can get about 200 vehicles into the space allowed, and then they'll be there from perhaps midday until about 4.30 in the afternoon as the area gradually fills up. And spectators are allowed to wander around, um, and the drivers wander around, sit with their cars. It's really sort of a wonderful social event for a car bus, and we get many, many people who turn up uh, year after year. And then about 4.30, um, the... Uh, police uh, give uh, instructions on basically how to behave on a rally. <laughs> I love it. So I, gunning of the great. vehicle and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, they're guided out onto the ocean front. And then the uh, all, typically most of the people who participate in the Concorde also take the rally drive, as it's included as part of it, drive around past the lighthouse, and then enter into Pebble Beach at the Pebble Beach uh, Gate, And drive around 17 Mile Drive, almost as far as the lodge, turn back and come back to Pacific Grove again. Um, And then again, many of those people then participate in a kind of a barbecue dinner that's held in the historic Chautauqua Hall here. For people who don't. There's a lot of aspects to it. Excuse me. Just a lot of fun.
2: Yes. uh, For people who don't know, I mean, that's just some incredible views along that 17 Mile Drive.
1: It's exactly. It follows the coastline um, pretty much around the point uh, beyond Cypress Point, and then comes back again um, into the downtown. I'm just After the way you those.
0: described it. I'm, I'm tempted just to, you know, uh, get rid of the schedule that I have and, and tell my wife I'm coming down, going down there again today. <laughs> it just sounds like a fantastic time on Friday. We'll um, squeeze you in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, question for you. I know that you're involved with a, a charity part of this, which is, of course is Rotary. And during our uh, coffee time, I, I mentioned that I know very little about the uh, Rotary International and have um, been fortunate enough and, and uh, honored to speak a couple times before Rotary groups uh, through the years. And the more I know, the more I like. So um, what is the Rotary in your area all about and how long has it been evolved and, and what does the, the rally, how does the rally benefit?
1: Sure, yeah. The Rotary was formed here, I think, about 1947 out of a local service club and meets uh, regularly once a week um, at the Inner Spanish Bay, where we uh, uh, have a lot of interesting speakers and then put quite a lot of effort into raising money for local activities. Um, Rotary's involvement in the auto rally... It began after the uh, Pacific Grove Youth Action was founded by a number of local people. And, in fact, I think there were eight or ten that met in a coffee shop back in 1994. And uh, three of the folks involved then are still involved and are currently still part of Rotary. Jeannie Byrne, uh, David Dormady, and Steve Covell have uh, put a lot of work into this over the years. Rotary started getting involved in a bigger way about 10 years ago, providing volunteers and other efforts along the way. And then about five years ago, the original... The group was disbanded, and uh, Rotary took over the entire running of the event, although many of the volunteers from that original group do continue to contribute. So it's been organized by Rotary for the last uh, four or five years and uh, will continue to be for some time to come. And the idea, which was originally just to raise money for local youth charities, um, has now expanded that uh, other Rotary activities in the area beyond youth, uh, particularly homeless and other projects are funded. Although I was looking through, last year we dispensed around, I think, about, uh, let's say just under $40,000 to local charities. Fantastic. And about 60% of that had some involvement with youth in one way or another, either through participation in uh, clinics for the uninsured, uh, high school scholarships, boy scouts, third grade dictionaries, uh, local track meet at the school, uh, summer programs, and, and other activities for kids.
2: Well, that's uh, so that's it, great. It, it
1: seems, uh, and a big chunk of that money does. There are other fundraising activities we have in town, but certainly the uh, auto rally is by far the most important contributor.
0: David, you mentioned also yesterday uh, um, something I, I didn't realize is that on the surface of it, a bunch of people show up and you get in your car and you go on the 17 mile drive and you have a barbecue and a beautiful day. But you told me this is quite a, quite a production with, um, jurisdictions and the, uh, rights or the expected rights to go into what you used to go into Carmel or Pebble beach. And things have changed. And I don't know how much of that you want to share, but it, it takes quite an effort to what well, seems like a simple thing to really organize all of this is that correct?
1: Anybody, yeah, anybody who's involved in an activity like this just knows that you don't just turn up on the day and make it happen. Uh, there's a committee of about say one, two, three, about a dozen or fifteen of us that we start to meet once a month in uh, around the beginning of the year, and more frequently as it gets closer and closer to the event. And of course, there are many different aspects. And now uh, there are so many activities. I think there's forty plus activities organized throughout Car Week on the peninsula now that we have to make sure that we don't overlap and there aren't collisions and that uh, all the local jurisdictions uh, need to be involved are there. And in our case, obviously, there's, uh, there's a local town um, that uh, we have to get permission to use the, the area. Uh, there's the local police that have to provide us with uh, their support. Uh, we have to get permission, and very graciously the Pebble Beach company allows us to uh, drive through the section of Pebble Beach, um, through their area, uh, and to make sure all goes well, we typically have a contingent of about a dozen or so away, highway patrol officers. That uh, turn off to escort the cars around the around the
0: EFM. I'm just going to take a wild guess. That's one of their favorite things to do. I'm thinking
1: <laughs> just, it is just it a wild a guess. Acti- yeah, I think it's one of the few activities where the highway patrol officers are welcome to town yeah, and right. to actually get applause from the from the crowd. Yes. David,
2: do you know the the police would normally charge, and that's a big big cost. Do you know is it when it's a, a fundraiser? Um, is do they give their services for free, or are they charging? They,
1: uh, we, we, we have to pay whatever the going rate is for highway patrol um, activities. I know that for sure. Um, in terms of the local police and the local town, is the, we guarantee a certain size contribution to town activities okay. out of the, the money that we raise. So that that is considered a donation from us, and is included in that number, but obviously it's necessary, and I think we grandfathered into the town um, as an activity that is worthy of support because of the contribution we make, financial and, uh, and uh, other
2: Sure, and, and your activity seems to be uh, fairly inexpensive compared to <laughs> so many things that cost <laughs> so much money.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah well,
1: that's true. Um, if you're going to drive a vehicle, um, I think the entry fee now is $95 for the driver. Uh, if you want the, the dinner with it, it's $120. Um, and then you can buy additional meals for uh, other folks that ride in your car. But it, it's, it's tough to get that kind of deal on the peninsula now right. if you actually want to show your it's, car off. And, of course, for spectators, it's free. Yes, so that's, a, that's
0: a, a, a bargain. I, for right. people, I, I'm speaking about the Monterey Peninsula, and you live there, and Bruce and his wife have been many times. We've been to car shows together there. I've been there, you know, hundreds of times and used to live there. And my wife and I have been there many times. But I think for people who haven't been to Carmel, Pebble Beach, Monterey, Pacific Grove in particular is, I always call it uh, a modern-day Mayberry. It's it's stepping back into time. It's a small community with just a tremendous amount of things going on. And, you know, the ocean's right there. You've got historic homes. You've got a downtown area with nice restaurants and pubs. And it yesterday, in particular, I was driving through the main drag, and there are those— um, I don't exactly know what you call the kind of Asian looking light fixtures that are on all the, in the on the on the main drag there and I caught the sun caught it and it was just the, the most beautiful morning just going down yeah. the main drag in in, uh, in, in Pacific Grove.
1: Oh, well, I mean uh, yes, we had a heat wave yesterday. It got up to 68 degrees. Wow. <laughs> That's
0: right. No air conditioning on the peninsula pretty much. Um, <laughs> so and David, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, we talked uh, briefly about it. Your involvement, of course, uh, you have a lot of enthusiasm for it. But have you ever, do you go in the rally? I forgot to ask the, you that yesterday. Do you have other responsibilities, and and do you own any vintage cars?
1: <laughs> I I am not a vintage car owner, as uh, we talked yesterday. Yes. I, I love people that are passionate about things, and so I get involved in quite a lot of different activities beyond the car rally and other things in the area. Um, and I do some writing about them as well, um, but uh, no, I've, I do not own a vintage car, and I, I have driven around the rally route several times, but uh, uh, not in my own vehicle.
0: You did mention that your wife is very, uh, you used the word passionate, she's very passionate about her, her Volvo that she's had for, I don't know, a million or two miles so far, and uh, she really likes that car, I think you mentioned.
1: Yeah, uh, she. it's going to be tough to wrest that vehicle away from her ever. She's very, very comfortable with it. Yes. Uh, about, uh, I don't know what year, maybe about 2,000 Volvo uh, station wagon. Surely.
2: Great. Well, oh, it'll last, last a lifetime. Yeah, that's true. And,
1: <laughs> and, anyway, and if anyone who has a car that they love is welcome to come and join the rally. That's, I mean, we, we just,
2: that's a nice is, invitation. Uh, yeah.
1: But there isn't a, a, a difficult test you have to pass other than the... Uh, to love your vehicle and love sharing it with others in, in, in the town.
0: Sure. Perfect.
2: David, tell us, so you do the drive, and then you get back to another rally point and have a barbecue. What's that all about?
1: Uh, again, Pacific Grove has a big wooden building that went up in the, oh, the late 1800s as part of the Chautauqua movement for educating folks to... Uh, in a religious community as it was then. This was a, basically a Methodist retreat at that time. Um, and part of the, the barbecue dinner is held in the building, and there are awards given away for various categories of uh, classes within in the Concours. Um And the dinner is catered by uh, a local uh, institution, Pacific Grove Market, Charlie Higuera there, who has done this for many, many years. Uh, provides the food uh, and uh, allows us, at a very reasonable price which allows us to add a little bit more money to the income we get from the rally. That's so so- it, again, it's a social evening with a lot of fun, a lot of joking and a, a few fancy awards given away.
2: Well, a little competition and get some bragging rights.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yes, Wh- who that's, does the I- judging? The judging um, has been managed uh, for many years by a general by name of uh, Bruce Obink, um, who uh, moved to the peninsula, I think, about a dozen years ago, um, and is a very uh, skilled judge, and he has four or five people helping him. Uh, and this year, this will be the last year that Bruce will be doing it, and uh, he is training his re- will be training his replacement as we go around this week. So, and there are a lot of different people who have uh, who sort of contribute in various volunteer ways in addition to to Bruce Oving. Um, a couple of examples: Will Bullis, uh, a local artist in uh, Carmel Valley, for years and years and years has contributed uh, a, a cartoon-style painting uh, featuring an anthropomorphic animal typically driving uh, one of these fast vehicles that uh, is presented as uh, one of the prizes in the raffle. Um, and, uh, and of course, there are many other individuals that give their time, even beyond folks in Rotary who... Uh, who see this as a worthwhile event and want to help it run
0: smoothly. It sounds like fun. David, um, considering that there are, as you mentioned, about 40 events or more than 40 events, and even the two and a half, three days I was down there saw an incredible amount of, you know, there's always the Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Porsches and so forth, but some of the unique cars are always there. Through the years that you've been involved, can you remember a car or two that was... Uh, in the rally that just uh, attracted an awful lot of attention, not because maybe it was worth a million dollars, maybe because it was worth a thousand dollars, or it was one of a kind. Do any any real unique cars come to mind?
1: Oh, well, I made some really little unique things, like little uh, three-wheeler Italian coffee dispensing uh, vehicles.
0: Fantastic. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I always love the Jaguars and the MGs and yes. the early British cars. Of course, you judge from my accent. Yes, um, there's typically some uh, beautiful old Rolls, uh, Bentleys, uh, Cords, um, and uh, probably the biggest contingent we'd have for any one particular group would be the the sort of uh, high-end high muscle cars from the 60s, the Mustangs and the Camaros and those kinds of vehicles.
0: Yes. it's it's. Uh, uh, I can't imagine that uh, any other area, maybe there are other, other parts of the country, but whether it's cl- called Classic Car Week or Monterey Auto Week, it's probably now almost two weeks now, um, 10 or 11 days. Um, any other part of the country, paradise on the Monterey Peninsula, that, that embraces... Uh, so many different areas and and it, as we talked yesterday also there's not really one umbrella organization that kind of oversees um the whole the whole uh, umbrella of all of the different niche events from memorabilia to the concord elegance to the rally um i did experience yesterday for the first time and i wanted you know a few experiences some people don't seem to like <laughs> monterey auto week there were a couple of guys i was parking my car and and a couple of guys were in a hurry, and they were beeping at people, and, and there are uh, just seems to be there's a, a, a few, I noticed it more this year than any other year, a few people who just don't like what's going on. Ha, has your rally ever experienced a downside? I can't imagine, but I thought I'd ask anyway.
1: A few people complain, and rightly so, about people gunning their vehicles in town. Yes. Um, a few people object to people driving along the oceanfront honking too loudly and scaring the sea lions.
0: Yes.
1: Um, oh, boy. <laughs> and, uh, and certainly, that there's a lot of cars in town. This yes. is probably the bit between this and the U.S. Open and a few other events. Yes. This is the time to experience the uh, traffic, bad traffic in the area. Yes. Oh, a very, uh, we get stuck in very stylish traffic jams. Just the other day, I was had a, a Bugatti in front of me and then a Ferrari behind me. You know? <laughs> it's, oh. A little different than 101 in San Jose, I'll tell you.
0: That's certainly true. <laughs> Um, Your background, again, getting involved in this, um, you were uh, successful in business and and you moved uh, to Pacific Grove years ago and and stayed.
1: Yeah, I I lived in uh, Silicon Valley, uh, making silicon chips for uh, 40 plus years. And then uh, we moved down here uh, full time about uh, eight or nine years ago. And it's just a wonderful community. With uh, It's small enough that uh, you can know everybody, yet it's big enough to have uh, the wonderful resources uh, of uh, activities, restaurants, uh, things to do in, in a beautiful setting. Love it.
0: We talked yesterday also about this man that I knew about. Um, I, I don't think you've had time to, to look into it, but a man named Tad Burness, who wrote, uh, when I first got interested in cars, he had a one-panel cartoon strip, and he would do a line drawing of a studebaker or a, a nash Rambler, or these unique cars not too many high-end cars and then he would write a little caption of a hundred or so words and it, w- it would appear in about 30 newspapers including the monterey herald and the sacramento Bee, where where i live um, and he passed away in pacific grove four or five years ago and they had a, a little booth set up during the little car show where they were selling uh, at that time he was in hospice so they were they were selling t-shirts with his uh, liking on it, and some of his cartoons, and he has ten or twelve books. And his son and daughter were there, I believe. And um, I'm still—that's—that's that's one of my goals—is somewhere in Pacific Grove, in the automotive world, I'm going to find out some more about Tad burness and and hopefully, um, you know, write a story or talk to some of his family members about his.
1: Yeah, syndicated... I think Emma, there surely is a story there. After you mentioned it, I did check uh, yeah. quickly, and uh, there was plenty of coverage of his obit and other things on the web. Uh, uh, I, I did look in, in the telephone directory. I don't see any Bernesses still in town, but of course it doesn't mean a lot these days with everybody no. having cell phones and things. And I'll check around see if I can find out any more about his story.
0: All right. Now, going back yeah, to.
1: And, uh, talking of stories, there's, yes. there's always kind of lots of stories involved with sure. uh, events like this. We have people. Who had driven all the way from the east coast? Not just for this event, but this was the spark for the event. Yes, um, we have people that have brought cars from Hawaii, um, and uh, there's always kind of interesting little distractions along the way. Um, and uh, one, one typical example that people love to talk about is uh, the the the, uh, the bus routes obviously have to be redirected around downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, Because the 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 streets are closed, Uh, but uh, it's not always obvious to some of the residents that there's no buses running that day. And and one week uh, several years ago, there's this little old lady had been standing by the bus stop for an hour or more waiting for the bus which never came. Um, Finally, she inquired, and was uh, advised that sorry, ma'am, that the buses have been moved. Well, how am I going to get home? Um, and uh, so somebody picked picked her up and took her home in one of the Rolls Royces from the uh, the concourse. I love uh, that story. That's, that's the, yeah. of the A Nice right vintage
2: home.
0: Rolls. It made yeah. it
2: worth yeah. it. That hour away was worth
0: it. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: Although every time the story is told, it gets there are there are fifteen people and fifteen Bugattis or something, but whatever. So I, there's some essence in the back of the story. Yeah, the, it's sure.
0: the the basis of it is true. It probably gets a little embellished, but it's why right. not? It's a good story, and I'm sure it happened. That's that that's great. Um, is there anything else about the rally um, that we should be aware of in terms of? Uh, have there ever been any breakdowns of the cars? People uh, have passion about their cars, but all of a sudden. Uh, you know, something happens, the engine blows, or you need a, a tow truck. Those British, British cars. cars. <laughs> Good call, Bruce. Uh, anything, yeah, anything like uh, that?
1: I mean, there have been occasionally someone will make a wrong turn and get lost in Pebble Beach and never yes. be seen again. Um, I, there, there are, are p- other cases <laughs> where someone makes a wrong turn and sort of causes a traffic jam, which takes a lot of uh, work to sort out. Yes, um, and, and in the days when the rally used to go right through Pebble Beach and then up Ocean Avenue through Carmel, um, there, there were quite a few instances of those older English cars stuck on the hill overheating, <laughs> causing problems. Yeah, there you but, go. Uh, That's good. They didn't take their Jaguar mechanic with them or whatever one has to do with those vehicles. Right. Um uh, And that that. Uh, has been cut from the rally route now, both because of the cost of going through Carmel is so expensive and because there are now so many vehicles turning out of the traffic traffic's the horrible Highway up there. Highway 1 was just, yeah. just not practical anymore. So. Uh.
0: Well, that's that's great, David. We want to remind people that um, there's still time, uh, hopefully, if you want to get down to the Monterey Peninsula for uh, the Pacific uh, Grove rally. The rotary does a great job with it, and there are other events through Sunday. Of course, Classic Car Week, Monterey Auto Week uh, ends with the Concorde Elegance, which has always been kind of the granddaddy of everything. But there's so much. Um, I think memorabilia ends today, but this this rally is on Friday. There's, you know, just all kinds car of auctions. things. You, you could just stand on the street corner basically and watch great cars. It's go a car by. show. <laughs> it's anyway. a car. It's a omnipresent uh, car show for through Sunday. So. Uh, and David, by the way, I told you yesterday you're our 99th guest uh, in on the weekly, well, 99th episode. We've had a couple of repeat guests. So thank you for, number one, thanks for reaching out and, and um, contacting me. And it was great to have a cup of coffee with you yesterday. And, and thank you again for for being our guest on the Weekly Driver Podcast. We appreciate it very much.
1: Well, I'm honored to be number 99. That's, that's a good number. And I certainly appreciate the opportunity to talk about our event, James. And I look forward to meeting you again down here one day. Thank you.
0: Thank, Thank you, you again. You, David. Cheers. Bye-bye now.
1: Thanks. Bye.